0: crack a like and beautiful people of the world. today coming at your live as always samuel amila what is up my dudes hope you guys have a wonderful day today man it is december 22nd tuesday of 2020 um christmas time baby so good praise jesus yes so excited but um yeah, without further ado, this is ATK Season 2, Episode 3 of the series. Today, we'll walk through the last few parts of Chapter 1 in First Peter and into the first parts of Chapter 2. Uh, but yeah, without further ado, man, we'll hop into the video. First things first, I got uh, my mountains put up. Finally, I got these from Colorado. Super excited about them. Um yeah I'm a big mountain guy, if you guys don't know that um you probably just don't know me very well, but i mean <laughs> I, I really like the mountains more so than I do the sea and the ocean and all that stuff uh just because I, I don't know why I just feel more so uh in tune and with Jesus and stuff when I'm in the mountains rather than at the ocean because I feel like there's not really much to do with the ocean. you know you swim and you sit on the beach in the in the mountains, I guess all you do is walk around the mountains, I guess but Anyways, a little fun fact about me. I like the mountains more so than I do the ocean. Tell me me what you guys like. But without further ado, we'll hop into the video. Man, last time we talked about being obedient to Jesus, right? Peter was saying, you know, throw off all the hindrances. Like, cast away. Like, throw those things away, man. Throw all that stuff away. the, The things that you sought after before you knew Jesus. He says, sober up, you know, sober up and, and live for Jesus and, and put your hope and trust in God. You know, he's he's encouraging these people at this time because they're facing so much persecution, right? As I've already talked about how, how much persecution they're actually facing is a lot. And that these Christians are actually being, uh, I mean, just persecuted for things they didn't do. You know, and really just brutally attacked. Um but man, that he he calls them, you know, it's it's a call to action that continue to be obedient to Jesus even though it's hard right now. But that's a little bit about what we talked about last time. If you guys missed that one, I go check it out. It's ATK episode two of season two. Uh, but yeah, check that one out if you guys haven't already, and then come back to this one. It'll make more sense. Anywho, uh, we'll pray real quick, and then we'll hop into the rest of this video. All right. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for all you've done for us and all you've given for us. God, I thank you for this time that we're here together. God, I thank you for anybody that was able to watch this video. God, I pray that you just uh, continue to change them, Father, into the people that you want them to be. Not who the world wants them to be, God, or not who they themselves want themselves to be, but God, that you change them into people that that advance your kingdom further and further every single day. God, that love you and that continue to seek after you throughout their entire lives. Thank you so much for all you've done and continue to change his father. In Christ's name. Amen. Anywho, man, let's get after it. Uh we'll be in First Peter chapter one, verses twenty-two through twenty-five, and then a little bit of chapter two as well. But as I've already said, you know, like the, the the church at this time, the the Christians, these are new Christians too, and and saying that that they, man, they're facing a lot of persecution at this time, right? Because of their their emperor and everybody that's that's you know believes differently with them and stuff. They're facing a lot of persecution at this time. All these Christians are. So we know that, and it's important to know that background, just so you know, kind of like what's going on or why Peter was writing these things to them, right? So. First things first, in verse uh, 22 of chapter 1, in First Peter, he says, I'll just read through it and we'll walk through it just like normal, just like we always do. But um, hey, <coughs> I always like to make that noted for all the newcomers and stuff. They don't know how we roll, you know? Anywho, uh, in verse 22, Peter says, now that you have, by obeying the truth, made your souls clean enough for a genuine love of your fellows, see that you do love each other fervently and from the heart. So Peter is saying, you know, you've you've made your soul's clean enough for a genuine love because you've obeyed the truth of the gospel. So because you've obeyed the truth of the gospel and come to know Jesus, you now can love people genuinely and you can and you have the ability to love people with a pure heart. He says, you know, that uh that you have made your soul's clean enough for a genuine love of your fellows, for other Christians and for people, right? You've, you've made yourself clean enough to do that because you've obeyed the truth of the gospel. And then he goes on, he says, see that you do love each other fervently and, and from the heart. He says this word fervently and that word fervently there, it means to stretch the limits of. So he says, see that you do love each other and love them fervently, man. So love them to the limit, to the max you can, like love them as much as you possibly can and see that it's from a it's from the heart. That it's, there's no ulterior motives but man you're just loving them from the from the love that you've been given with God right you've obeyed the truth and your souls are clean enough for a genuine love so see that you do love that way you know and love it to the limits love people to the limit man stretch the limits of that love and in verse 23 he moves on he says for you are not just mortals now but sons of God the live permanent word of the living God has given you his own indestructible heredity. Dang, (laughs) like holy smokes, right? Like, man, that's some like heavy wordage right there. He says indestructible heredity. It cannot be destroyed, right? That God has created us anew, that he's changed us and we've been born again. He he says sons of God or, or sons and daughters of God, right? We're kids of the kingdom. So we should love people like so and we and we have we have this resource right we have the resource of the king we we have we are now sons and daughters of the king we're sons we're kids of the kingdom so we can come to him with anything and we know that we can love others with the love that we've been given because we have the source we've been given the source because we have God right we have Jesus and in verse 24 and 25 Peter is actually quoting Uh, from a different book. He's talking about it. It's uh, Isaiah verses 40 through, or verses 40. It's Isaiah chapter 40 verses six through eight here. And what he says is that it is true. All flesh is as grass and all the glory thereof as the flower of grass. The grass withers and the flower falls, but the word of the Lord abides forever. I want to break down something right here. So he says (coughs) all the flesh is as grass, right? Talking about people, just us as as beings, right? As people, as we walk around and stuff, we're like the grass, and it says all the glory thereof is the flower of the grass. So all the glory that we have, right, is like a flower of the grass. So the grass is like us, and the the flowers of those grass uh, of the grass, right, is is like the glory that we have, right? It, the things that we do, the pretty things, right, all that stuff, and uh, he says the grass withers and the flower falls. So these things are not forever, that they don't last a long time, right? We know that the grass withers sometimes, and we know that flowers fall, that they're not here forever, you know, and he's talking to this point, you know, that I think that, you know, these things of this world are not going to last forever, that you know, the glory doesn't last forever. We talk about anytime if you've ever played a video game, I'm pointing at my monitor right here, but if you've ever played a video game before or played a uh, Call of Duty and stuff, if you're, if you're ever in a Call of Duty lobby, you will hear someone say, you know, ah, oh, dude, I'm the best or I'm the king. I'm the king of this or I'm the king of the court. If you're playing basketball, like you're always hearing people pronounce like their glory and that, and that you know, I'm the best at this or I'm the best, all this stuff and, and And what it says here is like, man, that stuff is going to pass away. You know, and all the glory thereof is the flower of the grass, that that the grass withers and the flower falls, right? That these things are going to fall. And I think Peter is actually talking to these people right here in this time frame that, hey, the Roman emperor, he may be emperor right now, but I promise you that is going to fall. He's. I think he's encouraging the, the people of uh, the Christians in Rome right now that, man, he is not going to be emperor forever. He is not going to be king forever. But what he does right here, he says, but the word of the Lord abides forever. The word referred to is the passage of the gospel that was preached to you. He continues on in, chapter 20, in, in verse 25. But he says the word of the Lord will abide forever. That's something that won't pass away. That's something that will remain the same yesterday, today, and forever, right? That God does not change based on emotions or opinions or all these things, but he will remain the same. And that's something we can count on. And that's something that these people could count on. That, that, that the word of God, it won't change. That God is there. That God is present. And that God is actually the king of everything. That it's not the emperor at this time, right? I think that Peter was trying to encourage them right there. That man, he may be emperor for now, but he will not be emperor forever. And moving on into chapter two, he actually says, have done then with all evil and all deceit and all pretense and jealousy and slander. You know, I think just, just with us in general, do we ever feel better after talking bad about someone? Normally not. I would hope not, right? But most of the time when we talk bad about someone, it doesn't help them and it doesn't help us either. It doesn't really help anything. You know, in those times and stuff, he say, he's saying, have done then with all evil and all deceit and pretense, jealousy and slander. He may be even talking to them people. He says, you know, that they may have some bad things to say about all the other people, That bad things to say about the emperor, bad things to say about people that are persecuting them. You know, he's saying, have done then all the way. Do away with all that stuff. Don't talk. Don't slander other people with all the evil and deceit and, and jealousy and all this stuff but what he says in verse 2 he says you are baby is newborn in God's family and you should be crying out for unadulterated spiritual milk to make you grow up to salvation and moving on in verse 3 he says so you and so you will if you have already tasted the goodness of the Lord you know he's saying right here is like man you guys are children you guys are kids of the kingdom you guys do not need things of this world but you need things of the kingdom right and that's something that only God can give. And he gives it through his word. He gives it through his scripture. He gives it through all different types of things. I think sometimes we can, we can look to so many different things before we look to the word of God. And I think that's hard sometimes because I think God can speak to us through so many different avenues, but I think he speaks to us through his word a lot. I think he does. I really do. And I, I pray that we're people that can seek out you know, just that unadulterated spiritual milk, right? That we're babies in the kingdom and that, and that these people would have just known Christ, right? So they're, they're fresh. They're brand new Christians. He's like, man, you don't need all that stuff of the world, but man, you need the word of God. And that's what you should look to. That's what you need. He's saying, don't go after all that stuff that's not gonna satisfy you, but man, seek after Jesus and seek after the word because that is what's gonna sustain you and that is what's gonna help you grow. And man, we need to. And and there's never going to be a day where we stop growing. God always wants to continue to change us. And the people that look more like Him, that talk more like Him, that love more like Him, that are are more like Him, that's very important to God. That we continue to grow. But man, growth happens as we seek Him. We we cannot grow if we're continuing to to live in sin. But man, we have to continue to seek after Him in his word, and the people around us that are Christians, you know, that can continue to pour into us, man, that God continues to grow us, man, but he wants to grow us with, in a spiritual way, right, with, with the word, God does not grow us through sin, he doesn't, man, he, we cannot live in sin and expect to grow for God, we've got to grow for God in a way that's pleasing to him, man, and continuing to, to seek after him and search through his word, it's very important, but man. That's about all I got for you guys today, man. That is the the last few parts of First Peter chapter one and a little bit of chapter two. We'll probably move uh, throughout the the whole uh, the whole book of Peter. I'm hoping. I, I'm really excited about it. But yeah, hope you guys have a wonderful day, man. Do something great, grand, wonderful party, and loving guys. Vansikins all the Zandiks. We'll see you.